right, guys, welcome to episode one of the Anthony K. Goodwin Pop Podcast. Today, we're going to specifically go into my love for Disney. Um, being uh, on the older realm of a Disney fan, I mean, I'm really not. When you look at all of the Disney fans in the world, I'm nowhere close to the top. But to the common man or woman, you would think, why does this guy love Disney? And I'd love to share that with you. When it when it comes to me appreciating and loving Disney, it started uh, at a pretty young age. I can remember back to being over at my grandparents' house and actually having uh, piles and piles of the VHS tapes. And we would just pull those out and put those on and uh, go swimming and have barbecues and all sorts of good memories and cousins are, are just tied to those instances. But there's uh, also memories of actually going to Disneyland. Um, there's uh, actually this one particular photo I have in mind of me standing in front of the Native American Indian on Main Street, USA. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys are aware uh, of that, but it's an, it's an interesting thing. I actually just thought about it. Like, I know I have a photo of me, like, leaning on it all cool because that's how it was. And uh, actually, I looked it up, and I'm like, why is that there? And um, it's because there used to be a tobacco shop on Main Street, USA, up until 1991, which uh, I didn't know until I was, like, thinking about this podcast and wanting to just share uh, about where my love of Disney came from. So that's interesting, uh, and it's still there today, and I'm actually going back to Disney uh, on September 30th, so I'll probably go ahead and take a new photo with that just to bring back and relive those memories, but you know, just a lot of times in the park, a lot of times in movies, and uh, also a not Disney-related but still at the same time kind of coordinated with it uh, was Hook. Hook was one of my favorite movies growing up. I would always put that on, and I actually remember a time when my uh, mom was helping me to learn tie my shoes. Hook was playing in the background. I might have even been wearing like a Peter Pan costume at the time. I don't actually remember, um, but it, it like also played just like a role in my childhood. Like the the idea, my like favorite color was green, and so just like all these weird things tied into like my enjoyment of anything that was Peter Pan related. And then as I got older and as I went through high school and as I went through junior college and college, um, I just realized like, man, growing up can be scary and it can be frightening. I have a Peter Pan tattoo, uh, on the bottom of my foot, right on my ankle. Um, and I, and I got it there intentionally because in the Peter Pan cartoon, um, as he's chasing around his shadow, he grabs it and he starts uh, sewing it down onto his ankle. And so just like that little correlation just is what I thought would be neat to get it there. But Disney just continues to have this repeating theme of creativity as well. Whenever I go to the park, like, I don't know if you guys know this, watch a YouTube video or something, but um, the trash cans that are at Disneyland are intentionally, and the, the railings and the fences, all these things, are painted with this very specific green. And that green is meant to just like not catch your eye. It's so common in any shrub that you would see that you actually see right past it and you don't even notice it there because like Disneyland needs bathrooms, they need trash cans, they need railings, they need all of these things that like common businesses and common things would have, but they go this extra mile of layer of creativity uh, that just plays little tricks on you. Even uh, there's a Netflix series uh, 
that was by Banksy or about Banksy. I don't remember what it is, but it's called Exit Through the Gift Shop. And it was this one little idea that as you leave a Disneyland ride, you always exit through the gift shop, which is kind of like the conglomerate's way of uh, getting you to purchase something and, and forcing you into you have this experience and now on your way out, it's like, yeah, didn't you like that? Now commemorate it by spending $40. Uh, I'm kind of guilty of that, but um, just even that little bit, like it's all so intentional in what they do. And so it's always inspired me now being an adult. Every time that I go, there's just something new, whether it's just a, a tiny little light in this one location or it's the way that they plot something out. It's just... And, you know, all the characters, all the cast members, every single one of them that I've experienced have been uh, great and friendly. So there's layers and layers and layers of why it is that I truly do love Disney and why I love Peter Pan. And also, as I started growing up, uh, there's a thing called the Disney Movie Buyers Club. Don't know if you guys have heard of this thing or not. It sounded too good to be true. I think my first encounter was like in a mailer or something. And it said you could buy four Disney movies or five Disney movies for one dollar. I was like, really? <laughs> so I went ahead and jumped in and I went to the website. I paid one dollar and I got five movies. They were delivered to my house. Um, the agreement, though, is that you would buy like five to six movies a year at full price or something, which I was like, hey, that's not too bad. Like, you're spending less than $100, I got those five movies up front, and then there's other little perks and rewards that you get along the way, and I'm stocking up on all these sweet uh, Disney Blu-rays and DVDs and uh, digital codes as well. I actually have 80 movies on my uh, digital iTunes account. That's another thing, but as I started collecting those as well, I started realizing, like, man, I'm doing this so that my future kids, my future family they're going to love me. <laughs> because in the same way that I had those memories as a kid at my uh, grandparents' house, when they had those stocks of movies, those resources for us to watch and to enjoy and to reminisce upon, I thought, man, I would love it the day that my family's going to pour into these. Um, I have two daughters, and uh, only one of them's been to Disneyland thus far. Later on in December, we'll get to take both of them. Um, but my wife and I are going in two short weeks, uh, just the two of us to celebrate our third year anniversary, but to be able to build up those memories with them. So they haven't watched too many of the ones that I've bought now. It's mostly been my wife and I, but there's just always something about their, their creativity that's inspiring to my life. So that's where my personal love for Disney originally originated. Originally originated? Come on, you got to do better than that. This is your first swing at a full podcast, and you're not even going to go an entire 10 minutes. But I digress. Quick tip. If you're going to Disneyland, first thing you should absolutely do, no matter what, is do Peter Pan. Peter Pan is always a 40-plus minute wait. If you can get on Peter Pan anywhere between the 20 and 30-minute wait window, you've conquered Disneyland because they don't have fast passes as the day goes on it doesn't get any easier most of the day you might be in the sun waiting in that line so I recommend that you jump on that as quick as possible also here's a thing for you to look out there's only one literal Captain Hook's hook on the ride if you know where it is tweet me 
I guess. I don't know how this is going to work with like comments right now. So tweet me at Anthony K. Goodwin of where you think that that is. And then also there's a, uh, there's a flaw on the ride and tell me what you think that is because I know one that exists. And so if you have another one, go ahead and feel free to share that one with me as well. But Disneyland's great. Disney movies are great. Anything Disney owns tends to be pretty great, whether it's Vinylmations or it's Funkos. I'm probably going to collect them. I also have a lot of pins as well. Another little pro tip, if you guys don't know, going to Disneyland with uh, Disney trading pins, cast members wear lanyards, and no matter what time of day, what they're in the middle of, if you want to trade with them, they have to trade with you. It's an amazing thing. It's super fun. Uh and, you know, it just depends. Like, they come out in sets. So maybe it's like, hey, here's eight Frozen ones that just came out this year or something. Maybe you make it your pursuit to try to get those. Or uh, you're like me or my wife, and my thing's Peter Pan, so I just try to get every Peter Pan one that I can find. Um, and those aren't always in stores, so you got to trade to get them. She likes Alice in Wonderland, and she also really likes cats. So anything in those two realms, we always try to chase after for her. But it's another fun way uh, to sort of entertain yourself while you're going throughout the park is to collect pins. Uh, so I'd recommend go to Peter Pan first, collect some pins, buy yourself a little starter set or something, uh, and just enjoy. Tell me what it is that you love about Disneyland. Thanks for checking out my first episode, Anthony K. Goodwin Pop Podcast. Uh, hit subscribe, hit favorite, follow, uh, all that kind of stuff. Follow me on Twitter, uh, Twitter at Anthony K. Goodwin, and also follow me on Instagram at Anthony K. Goodwin. And also, little nugget should have said this at the beginning my wife and i started this uh, little instagram fun account all about um disneyland our trips our joys all that kind of stuff about it it's at mousketeam it plays off the mouseketeer right get it mouseketeer mouseketeam yeah so we did that. You can follow us on Instagram at Mousketeam. Uh, like I said, at the end of September, we are going to be in the parks. So be sure to follow along with us. It's going to be uh, a good time. And tell me if there's anything specific that you want to see her and I do, ride, take a photo at, get you some merchandise, whatever. Let me know. Thanks again, guys, for checking this out.